Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. We were thinking about what we could tell you by way of a morning story for Memorial Day. Well, war is what Memorial Day is all about. And um, if the lesson of history, in fact, is that once you learn it, you don't repeat it, well, war is one lousy teacher. We go to war again and again and again. In a sense, uh, war really never stops because it keeps on having repercussions in people's lives, many of them bad, but every once in a while, some of them surprising and and good. And that's what our storyteller today is going to tell us. His name is Dan Watt. He tells us a personal story about the Spanish Civil War, which his father went to fight in over 60 years ago, a war that brought Dan a hidden treasure. Not only did it bring his father back to him alive, but it brought a mother that he never knew back to life as well. We call his story, I Got Her Back. El dieciocho día de julio en el patio de un convento. My father went to fight against the fascists in the Spanish Civil War. In his very first engagement, one of the men next to him was wounded. I rushed over, tore his clothes off, and started bandaging him when I felt a sharp sting through my left hand and right shoulder. A bullet grazed his chest and went through his left arm. And he used to show me the scars, both of those scars. I must have been um, four or five as a way of saying, they couldn't kill me, nobody can kill me. I think he felt fighting for freedom in Spain was the most important thing he'd ever done in his life. Ruth, I had taken the test of fire and passed. When he came back from Spain, about a year and a half later, I was born, and my mother, Ruth, died five weeks after I was born. They never mentioned her. They never talked about her. And I grew up thinking my stepmother was my mother. Um... My father put all her things into a box, um, a box that he never mentioned to me, and put my mother, Ruth, out of his life. But for us there is no complaining, winter will in time be past. One day I have a home in New Hampshire. In, the, in 2001, some members of the state legislature wanted to put up a plaque honoring 12 men from New Hampshire who had fought in the Spanish Civil War. The uh, conservative newspapers in New Hampshire put out editorials against this. Some, I wanted to make the case that these men deserve to be honored. And my wife came up with the idea, well, maybe we can find some of your father's letters. And we have a friend who's a folk singer, and he knows the songs of this era. You could read some of your father's letters and sing some songs. There is an old cookhouse not far away Where we get sweet damn all three times a day I was not prepared for what I found. Not only was there a very, very large collection of letters that my father had written that my mother, Ruth, had saved in a scrapbook, there was a stack of copies of letters that Ruth had written to George in Spain. Around midnight, I wake up. My toes feel cold. 
I crawl under the blanket, explain all my troubles to you, and then fall asleep. We are gradually fading away. She had kept copies. When I got to the office, I found the package you sent me from Valencia. Oh, how well you know the things I'd love. That textbook, those fairy tales. Really, I'm speechless, and I love you till I ache. I feel a little at a loss. She wrote about the books she read. She wrote about her political activities. She wrote about seeing Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which she loved. Um, you know, she wanted to give my father a sense of what he was missing out on back home, what he would have been experiencing if he'd been home. They'd only been married six months. My father was, he did not express emotion much. He did express emotion in his letters. I want you to know how much I love you, how much I loved you out there under the fire when every sing and pang of a bullet and cannon told me how much I loved you. You share in everything I do and feel. I believe now that my father was so traumatized by the death of this woman that he had loved so much that he had to shut her out of his life. To you, beloved comrade, The letters reveal my mother as a living, breathing, expressive person. Someone that, that lived a full life. A fight will still go on Like you I've got her back Beloved comrade We may And then I get out all your letters And gradually As I go from beginning to end I begin to thaw And my heart starts singing And my head Clears up. The fight will still go on. So that was today's morning story from Dan Watt. You know, I remember the uh, the Spanish Civil War, Gary. Believe it or not, it, it was over before I was born. But when I was growing up in Mexico, many of the veterans of the Spanish Civil War were cooling their heels in Mexico because they'd fought the Franco side and they were not returning to the United States, which was a pro-Franco country. I remember Ay Manuela, especially, a beautiful song, you know, Luchamos Contra Los Moros, Rumbala, Rumbala, Rumbala. It's got that, that wonderful, really touches your heart. So, so for me, the Spanish Civil War is still uh, kind of alive. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for for history and particularly this this story about you know love letters that were put in a box mm. and forgotten about i mean the modern age the digital age you know think of all the the communication that is going to be lost in the That's true. the bits and bytes of time we've got to get back to a written sort of history i mean i what a gift that would be to to give our children letters about Mm -hmm. what we're feeling and, you know, wouldn't that be great? If only our children could read. (laughs) (laughs) No, it would be, you know, and there's something about a a letter as as an artifact. It is an expression of not only your heart but your hand, and there's a physical presence. I've read letters that were left behind by people that I uh, did not know, and it was a way of getting to know them, to just see... 
the paper that they chose, and even the way that they scented the paper. That's the thing about electronic communication. You know, it's rather heartless. I mean, it lacks some soul there. That is really translated through ink on a page. And uh, just a thought, a thought for the day. Thought for the ages, Garrett. I was talking to some people at the Conservation uh, Center at the Getty Museum, and they study this whole business of what lasts through time. Well, if you really want to hold on to something, your best bet, paper. Put it on paper, take away the oxygen, take away the sunlight, put it in a landfill, something like that. It will last thousands and thousands of years. Bits and bytes, gone. So for a complete transcription of today's podcast, (laughs) please send $400 (laughs) to Gary Mott at W. And uh, printed, as a matter of fact, on the on the smallest piece of paper you have handy, you sometimes you'll find them in your wallet. Uh, they can be green, and they often have numbers on them and, and lovely pictures of presidents. Cashier's checks are fine, too, <laughs> really. And uh, while we're waiting for uh, that kind of support, let's express our gratitude to the money that is, in fact, in hand and that we get by way of support of Morning Stories from Ipswich. Ipswich is a leader in file transfer software. You can reach them at www.ipswich.com. We thank them this week. We thank them every week for helping us bring this podcast to you. And if you're looking for a great way to kill some time during your lunch hour, please surf on over to our website at wgbh.org slash morningstories. We'll uh, be delivering another downloadable file full of wealth and meaning and uh, a savory blend of... um, Tony, help me out here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was kind of wondering if that sentence would ever end. (laughs) Well, let's just cut to the chase. Goodbye and thank you. I I was envisioning what I'd write (laughs) if I were to write this to you. (laughs) There isn't enough paper. (laughs) Well, in any event, thank you very much for for listening, and uh, we'll see you next Friday. Bye.